0: The Data Possible podcast is brought to you by Discovery Data. For more information about Discovery Data, please visit discoverydata.com.
1: Welcome to the Data Possible podcast, brought to you by Discovery Data. The Data Possible podcast examines how data fuels your sales, marketing, and recruiting teams to achieve success. Our goal is to provide you with tools, techniques, and best practices to help you close more deals, find new opportunities, and recruit better people and partners. Now. On to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Data Possible podcast presented by Discovery Data. This is your host, Doug Heikinen. Today, we welcome Brian Lee and Amalia Chungas from Ethnic Technologies. Ethnic Technologies learns about the world's cultures and languages through people's names. They've been around since 1997, where they've been an asset to multicultural marketing by leading in-depth research in the field of names and cultures welcome to the podcast, guys.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: Thanks for having us, Doug. Amalia, tell us about Ethnic Technologies and the type of data you provide to people.
0: Sure. So um, as you correctly stated, Ethnic Technologies was founded in 1997. Uh, We're the industry leader in multicultural marketing data, and we license our software-driven demographic data to major marketing providers, and category leaders. Um, Our flagship product is ethnicity, but we also provide a number of related demographic insights, including gender, assimilation, and cultural religion.
1: Your data uses a predictive algorithm. Can you provide some insight on how the algorithm works and the accuracy within the fields and the results?
0: Absolutely. So eTech is our predictive software that's driven by over 40 years of independent research into the ethnic and geographic origins of names. Each piece of a person's name is evaluated from their first name, middle name, last name, even pieces of names and initials for ties to cultural heritage. And at that point, if the name pieces are still ambiguous, then the name intelligence will be cross-referenced against high-level geodata at the ZIP plus four level. This unique name-based approach means that no personally identifiable information ever has to be used beyond an individual's name and ZIP plus four. And individuals with less common names or who live outside of ethnic enclaves can still be correctly identified as one of over 180 different ethnicities. Um, To your question about accuracy, In addition to my team's rigorous testing that we do quarterly, Brian can provide an example of how we work closely with our clients to monitor accuracy at an individual level.
2: So um, we have this one client that you may know. Um, It's a religious organization known for visiting people door to door. Mm -hmm. And some of their congregations specifically cater to the, uh, the foreign language community. And uh, we have worked with them in the past, and uh, they reported back to us that they were extremely uh, satisfied. As a matter of fact, with certain ethnicities, they were over 94% accurate. So um, this was actually a door-to-door visited and validated results. So uh, we're pretty confident about the accuracy of our data. Great.
1: Brian, what are some of the best practices around the use of diversity and inclusion data? And how can clients make the best use of it?
2: Well, so many companies have found that by using diversity and inclusion data, uh, they're able to explore the unconscious biases that people or their organizations may have and rewrite the unwritten rules that measure team performances. And also having such data can help companies uh, keep a close pulse on their communities, which is extremely important, especially for a financial services sector. Uh, in terms of uh, best practices, uh, first uh, starts with uh, embedding DNI into the uh, culture throughout the organization, and this can be done by uh, defining what is DNI for the uh, each organization, and make that part of the onboarding and the recruitment efforts, and then incorporate DNI into performance management aspects. Then the second part is continuing to improve the impact of uh, DNI into performance management practices as well and this can be done by having a team dedicated to dni if their budget allows and engaging with experts in the community and build continuous um, educational program into uh, each employee's development plan and lastly uh, they should focus on short-term and uh, long-term goals and this will uh, ensure that the dni is not just another phrase that you have on your website but something that becomes relevant uh, in your organization
1: Brian, what types of clients are using this level of insight?
2: You know what, Doug? I would say about more than 90% of Fortune 500 companies are utilizing diversity and inclusion data for both internally and for outside marketing at the moment. And over the past uh, few years in those organizations, having diversity in the workplace has become as common as offering health insurance. Uh, And the latest survey done by uh, Society for uh, Human Resource Management found that close to 60% 60% of all major recruiters have put focus on attracting diverse candidates.
0: Discovery Data empowers you to trust your decisions and your data. As your strategic go-to-market partner, we improve the impact of your data-driven sales, marketing, and recruiting to increase win rates and accelerate growth. Visit us at discoverydata.com to learn more.
1: So once they get this level of insight what are some of the initiatives you're seeing your clients use the data for and what are the benefits
2: they're getting? So um, as previously mentioned, embracing diversity and inclusion is becoming a must for any organization at this point. And um, after serving over uh, 250 different executives for different brands, uh, we found that the uh, highest growing brands are committed to achieving meaningful outcomes with diversity and inclusion across all of their areas or uh, areas of influence. Uh, their workforce, their marketplace, and society, in ways that their underperforming competitors uh, really do not. And they measure their DNI efforts more holistically, and they do it more often than their peers. Uh, they focus DNI on talent acquisition and retention, uh, messaging of their brands, as well as uh, community investment. And this is especially more important with brands that are engaging uh, with the uh, the Zoomer generation. An overwhelming 94% of that generation expects companies to take a stand on important social issues. And 90% say that they're much more willing to purchase products or uh, obtain services that are deemed beneficial to the society. Uh, But at the same time, creating loyalty with this generation is not so simple because they're very savvy. And if they notice that certain brands aren't making genuine efforts to embrace the DNA values, then uh, they will quickly lose interest, and this trend will continue as the shape of our society is uh, changing. Where we see the decline in white population, and Hispanics and Asians are the ones uh, driving the uh, the population growth, and the LGBTQ identity has risen from about three point five percent to close to five and a half percent in the past ten years. So we feel that any organization should be putting DNI as part of their strategic priority.
1: Amalia, um, when you're looking through all these stats and trends, um, have there been things that surprised you with the data set?
0: That's a great question, Doug. So absolutely. Um, and one of the things that's fascinating is some of the trends that jump out that might seem surprising or unusual at first usually have, um, some sort of explanation behind them. For example, immigrant groups tend to focus on saving in order to get ahead um, and build a better future for their children. And this might explain why um, in financial advisor data sets, we tend to see East Asian groups such as Korean, Chinese, and Taiwanese all overrepresented by about 20 to 50%. Um, Asian Indians as well by about 30%, and Nigerians are even higher. Um, And these are increases that actually carry over to native language speakers as well.
1: Brian, why is this data so important to use in the financial services industry? And how does your partnership with Discovery Data make it accessible?
2: Well, uh, Doug, i like to uh, tell the story about the importance of diversity in the financial services Uh, When I first got into sales, I used to work for a large uh, payment processing company. And at that time, our New York office was located near the uh, UN building. And there was a frame shop across the street looking down from our office. And for many years, uh, every salesperson has, has tried to get the owner of that frame shop to switch their payment processor over to us. And he has refused to switch over even when lucrative pricing was given and many benefits. It got to the point where that our boss had put a $2,500 signing bonus for any salesperson who can close that location. And this was 20 years ago, so that was a lot of money back then. So after about a week or so, I walked into the store and I heard the owner uh, speaking Korean on the phone. But he quickly hung up thinking that I was a customer. So I apologized in Korean and told him the reason for my visit. And within 15 minutes, I was out with the uh, signed contract And a week later, I got that $2,500 signing bonus. So later on, I asked him what made him sign with us when we've been trying for years. His answer was shockingly simple, that I was the first person, a salesperson, that spoke his language. And when it comes to money, I think people have the most rational and irrational reasons for doing things. And sometimes just because someone speaks your language and understands your culture, you all of a sudden get this urge to open up your wallet. And this can translate to the trust that people are willing to uh, bestow upon someone from their own ethnic background and the organization that you represent. And this is far more common, especially in the financial services. And growing up as an immigrant child myself, and I understand the hardships that my parents went through, uh, which is similar to what many people in my background and their parents went through as well. So having that same understanding allows people to easily open up their uh, money or their bank account. Or whatever it is that they provide and um, they trust us at the same time those that work in the financial services feel the responsibility to represent their clients best interest and their communities as well so this usually leads to a long-term engagement and loyalty with their clients and even though i'm no longer working uh, for that payment processing company and the owner of the shop has uh, passed the ownership to someone else I was told that they continue to uh, utilize my previous employer for their payment processing needs. So with uh, eTech's proprietary solution, uh, we're able to add valuable uh, diversity data into Discovery Data's pool of uh, uh, financial advisors. And we even triple validated the accuracy over the six months, and we found them to be highly accurate. And we firmly believe that any financial services institution looking for a new financial advisor should be Using the diversity data at this point, and we can confidently say that it's going to bring nothing but uh, benefits when they incorporate DNI data. So, in conclusion, I just want to reiterate what someone told me at a marketing conference, which, which I found to be very true. In pasta dish, DNI was the parsley or the, uh, the grated Parmesan ten years ago, and now it's the tomato sauce. Whoa, that's
1: great. Uh, I love the story. And so much about financial services is about comfort. And with America changing at the rate it is, financial services can certainly take heed and and use you guys' services. Brian, Amalia, really interesting stuff. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you, Doug.
1: Thank you, Doug. To learn more about ethnic technologies, please visit ethnictechnologies.com. For everybody at Discovery Data and the Data Possible podcast team, we thank you for joining us.
0: The Data Possible podcast is brought to you by Discovery Data. For more information about Discovery Data, please visit discoverydata.com.